Welcome to the R Empowerment Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about cover letters. As a hiring manager, I saw all kinds of cover letters. Some of them good and some of them really bad. And honestly, as a hiring manager, I got exhausted of reading cover letters just because most of them were really bad and they were long and just hard to read. If you want your cover letter to stand out, have a hiring manager want to read it, stay tuned because I've got some tips that are going to make yours outstanding. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Keith, and I am the host of this podcast. I also do Facebook Live, which I have just done as well for this exact subject. So you're more than welcome to check that out as well. But for this podcast today, we are going to talk about cover letters. They are a very important piece of your story, a piece of getting hired. And it all starts with a cover letter. Typically, As a manager, you kind of start with the cover letter. It's the letter addressed to you. And it's a really important piece, but a lot of people don't quite understand what it is and how to do it well. So that's what we want to talk about today. Let's start out with just what is a cover letter. And so basically what that is, is just a letter to the hiring manager telling them about you. It should be tailored to each job and it should be less formal and more personal than your resume. However, It still needs to be professional, and you're going to put it between, oh, half a page and three-fourths of a page. You don't want any longer than that, because the odds are, if it's super long, no one's going to read it. That's just kind of the reality you're going to deal with. And we want them to read it. We want them to learn all about you. So make sure it's sweet, to the point, and short. So you may ask yourself, do I really need a cover letter? And the answer is maybe. In all fairness, a cover letter for construction or working at a car wash, or working at a hotel or restaurant, may not be necessary. And honestly, what I would do if I were you, if I was applying for one of those jobs, I would probably focus really heavily on getting the best resume possible, really practice interviewing, and if I have time at that point, at that point I'd put a cover letter together. Not quite as important. However, if I was applying to work in some kind of office setting, if that was a secretary, or maybe even as a janitor, I would probably go ahead and do a cover letter. Because office settings, they're kind of used to cover letters, and that's what they're going to see a lot of for all the positions they hire. And finally, if you're applying for any full-time position, regardless of what it is, put a cover letter together. It is definitely necessary. So let's talk about formatting your cover letter. There are lots of different formats out there. Our empowerment, we tried to break it down to the simplest level possible. And that is an introduction, a body paragraph, and a conclusion. The introduction should grab someone's attention, the manager, whoever's reading it, and it should explain why you want the job, why you, and why this job. The body of the paragraph, it's going to be a couple paragraphs detailing your education, skills, work experience, and telling a story. And then finally, the conclusion, something that's going to wrap everything up in a nice little bow, but also give a call to action. Say, hey, give me a call. I'm ready for an interview. So let's start at the very beginning, the top of your cover letter. This is actually going to be really easy because we're just going to take the very top, your name, email address, phone number, just kind of the heading of your resume and move it over to the cover letter. It's going to make it look like they are a pair. It's going to make it look like it was intentional. It's included. If it gets the two get separated, it's going to be really easy to find 
who it belongs to, and it's just going to come in a nice little package. Once you've done that, you are going to address the letter. And this is a little more complicated. There's basically two that you can do if you know what you're doing. If you're doing a male, it's Mr. MR. And if you're doing a female, typically I go with MS, Miss, because it works for married, unmarried, and everything in between. Maybe if you knew the person and knew them well, you, you could do the MRS, which is a married woman, MISS, which is an unmarried woman. But the reality is you probably don't know the person that you are interviewing with. So even if they are married, they may have be going through a divorce or they may be married and not put it on whatever resource you're looking at. The other way you can tell is if they send you an email, they may address it, Mr. or Mrs. or whatever. You can kind of copy that. But for me, as a general statement, MS for women, MR for men, pretty basic. If I don't know who I'm sending it to, I typically send it to dear hiring manager, dear whatever the company name is. Or to whom it may concern. I, I generally avoid who to whom it may concern because I feel like it's very impersonal. However, it works in this scenario. And if that's what you're comfortable with, I think there's nothing wrong with that. That moves us on to the next paragraph. The first paragraph, and this is going to be the attention-getting statement. A reason to hire you and why you want to work for them. You also want to make sure you apply for the job. Make sure you say the job you're applying for in this. Big companies hundred, hire hundreds of people. Small companies hire a few, but either way, most companies have more than one or two people that they're looking for at a time. So if you just send in a resume, you may be putting a pile for a job you don't really want. So make sure that you put the job you are interested in. So what I did was I put together a fake letter to a hiring person. My background is in programming as far as not-for-profits go, so I create activities and stuff like that. So all of my letter is going to kind of revolve around that, fundraising, stuff like that that happens in the not-for-profit realm. Yours probably doesn't. That's okay. We'll try to make it fit. So my first paragraph looks something like this. When I learned of your need for an experienced program director to join your organization, I got excited about the thought of working for an organization with such a strong connection to the community and passion for helping others. After reading the job description for the position, I knew this would be a job I would love. And I need to submit my resume for your review. With my comprehensive experience in high-level operational and program management, as well as expertise in supervising budgets and overseeing top-performing teams, I feel confident that I would significantly benefit your organization in this position. So that's my first paragraph. If you are interested, you can see the Facebook Live version of this and you can actually physically see this paragraph. However, we can just talk about it right now on the podcast. So the first thing I said was you should have an intention-getting statement. For me, I used a couple of sentences. In this, I said, I got excited when I was referring to working for the organization, and this would be a job that I would love. One of the things I think people do a bad job about in cover letters is showing passion and excitement about working for them. You want them to know you want this job. You want to express that. You can't do that through the resume. So the cover letter is the place to do this. You want to use strong language saying, I want this job. Will every hiring manager love that? No, but most will. And it's going to catch their attention that you're excited about them. So that's my attention getting statement. The next thing is you need to state what job you're applying for. I put program director. Yours could vary as well. And why do you want to work for them? And I put two different things. I put working for an organization with such a strong connection to the community and a passion for helping others. 
this is kind of standard for the not-for-profit world, honestly, but they're going to understand that it is directly related to them. For my job currently, I probably would have put something along the lines of, I love working with children, I'm excited about coming back to my hometown and helping out, and kind of taking that route. Again, yours is going to vary, and make sure you take the time and really kind of craft this paragraph. This is really where it starts getting important. The body. The next kind of paragraphs. There's two of them. First one, show how your skills are a perfect match for the position. Highlight your career accomplishments and give lots of details. Use keywords and phrases you find on the company's website, social media, etc. And why should they pick you? And this is going to give you a hint. It should come from their job description. Let's break that down. For my, my second paragraph, I put, From directing programs to implementing and forging solid relationships to propelling staff development and ensuring timely task and execution. My background has consistently been characterized by a steadfast dedication to managing fiscal responsibility and achieving program objectives. My proven ability to strategically define and meet program goals along with my formidable communication at and time management capacity positions me ready to excel in this role. When I took over the Southern Prairie YMCA, we had a $50,000 deficit. The YMCA had less than a year to increase its revenue or it would close. When I started at my job, I immediately started fundraising for both operational and expenses and facility improvement. Through facility improvement, we were able to stabilize membership and focus on creating sustainable fundraising programs that would help subsidize our program and revenue. The fundraising program was a mix of special events that focused on getting and retaining large donors and grants. Through all of the efforts, we have been able to take the YMCA that was going to close in a year to having $23,000 surplus in my first year as the director. If you were hiring a not-for-profit person and you were having financial troubles, this would be the kind of statement that you would want to see. However, if you were a very stable not-for-profit, this might not be the right cover letter for you. And because of that, when I do apply for jobs, I had several different kind of sections of these so that I kind of tailor to what I was looking at. So if it was a struggling not-for-profit, I could drop this section in. If it was a not-for-profit that was looking for more of programming stuff, I could talk about the different programs that I, that I created. Or if it was more of a leadership role, I could tell stories about leadership development. This is where you're going to customize it to you. And you want to make sure that you tell a story about what you've accomplished and try to connect it to that paragraph above. So what did I do? Well, so show the skills and a perfect match for the position. So what I did, I went and looked at the job description, the Facebook page, or all their websites, and came up with an idea of what they were looking for. And then my second paragraph says, from directing programs to implementing to forging solid relationships, repelling staff, developing and ensuring, all of that, that giant first. All I did was take what they were saying they wanted and listed it as a skill that I have. And then I went down to the second paragraph and told a story about all the skills that I have that relate to those things. The second bullet point I said was highlight your career accomplishments. Again, that's that story below. That's a major career accomplishment for me. And in 20 years when I am significantly older, and this has been 30 years since I've done this, saving the YMCA is probably still something I'll be talking about. Major career accomplishment. Then I used keywords and phrases finding that I found on the company's website and Facebook. YMCA's use the word member a lot, but there's other things as far as within the fundraising community or the, the not-for-profit community. 
And you can find those all in the job description. And so I highlighted some of those. Stabilizing membership is a big thing. Stabilizing fundraising, retaining large donors, growing by 10%. These are all things that I would have been able to find in the job description. And then finally, why should they pick you? Again, in the job description, Facebook, all those things. I got that first paragraph from, from that. Directing programs, implementing foreign solid relationships, to repelling staff, developing, ensuring timely task execution. They told me what to put. All I had to do was wordsmith it and put my experience in here. This is really important where you're going to talk about what you can give them, right? So I worked at Target for years, and I, at one point I was actually a Target spy. And what I did, I'd go to Walmart and I would comp shop. I'd find out the prices of stuff that was at Walmart, come back and see what the price was at Target, which one was cheaper, and then Target would make necessary changes. For fundraising for a not-for-profit, that's not really relevant. Although it's a really cool story, it's not going to be something that I would put in the cover letter because it doesn't match. I would find something that matches what I've done to what I want to do. That leads us to the final paragraph. It's going to be a significantly easier. It's got a call to action. Something that says, call me. I want an interview. Tell them you're excited about the job, which is so important. I can't stress that enough. And end with your name and a signature. My final paragraph was, in conclusion, I think that with my background and skill set, I have prepared me for successfully contributing to, as a team member at your organization. I would love a chance to learn more about your position and demonstrate how I can help reach the organizational goals. I have attached my resume and would be happy to provide with any additional information you may need. I look forward to an opportunity to show you how I can be of assistance to your organization. The first thing, the call to the action, I've got two of those. It's, I would love a chance to learn more about your about this position, and I look forward to any opportunity to show you how I can be of assistance to your organization. These are just, give me a call. I want to tell you about it. Next, I have, I would love, and that's just, again, the third time I've mentioned that I really want this job. Please call me. And then I ended with my name and signature. With that, if you're emailing it, you're not actually going to be able to sign it, but with everything else, print it out and sign it. Make sure you do that. Kind of standard for a professional form. So we got to get that taken care of. That's kind of basically our formula, right? It doesn't seem overly complicated. Basically, the first paragraph is introduction. It's going to be the job I wanted to apply for and a little about myself. Second paragraph is going to be listing skills that I have that matches the skills they're looking for. Third paragraph is that story that matches the paragraph above that. And then finally, I do a conclusion that says, hey, call me. That's it. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward, but very effective. And remember, no matter how many years you had, how many skills you have, no matter how many cool stories you have, keep it to less than a page. Three-fourths of a page max, because your hiring person only has so much time. And if you give them a two-page letter, they're not going to read it. And I can tell you that from experience. I feel bad about it. I'm sure the letters were great. I would kind of skim them. You get the same amount of time regardless of if you have a two-page letter and a five-page resume, or if you have a half-page cover letter and a one-page resume. So take that into account. Well, that was a really quick and kind of dirty look at how to write a cover letter. If you have questions, I'm here to help and would love to help you. You can contact me at 314-653-6122. That's area code 314-653-6122. You can email me, Keith, K-E-I-T-H, at R, just the letter R, empowerment, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T dot org. That's Keith at rempowerment.org. Or, of course, you can jump on our Facebook page and message us directly. We'd love to tell you more about what we do, how we do it, and help you achieve your goals. So with all that being said, 
We hope that you will put together an outstanding cover letter and get your dream job. And remember, in the meantime, it's always the darkest just before someone turns.